Welcome to the Thinking Women podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Paddling Cox LLP. Paddling Cox is a full-service commercial law firm providing legal advice to businesses. From their head office in Truro, they operate nationally with lawyers in key areas such as Birmingham and London, providing advice on buying and selling businesses, restructuring, a wide range of commercial disputes, freehold and leasehold property, employment law and insolvency. They offer an initial consultation without obligation. So get in touch with them on 01872 672 072 or www.paddlercox.co.uk. Welcome to Thinking Women, the Your Body podcast with Heidi Hayden, fitness instructor. Hi. Hi, Heidi, and Lewin Mags, as usual. Hi. Hi, everybody. So this is our first podcast of our sort of set of, we've got, I don't know, we've got about 40 we're going to go through, various topics um, that we know matter and appeal to all of our listeners. So today we're going to be talking about your body and all the issues that go on. And, when, and you know, specifically things like, you know, weight, fitness, stuff like that. Um, and we've got Heidi here, who's obviously an expert in getting fit and healthy. So we're going to deep dive, really. I'd, I'm, I'm ready to dive straight in on this because we've been chatting it. a little bit about body image and size matters or size doesn't matter. What do you think, Heidi? I think it evolves through experience. So, you know, I think in my younger days, um, as a young woman, and if you go through certain life events, so when I went through divorce in 2017, you know, it was the time that Wonder Woman had come out, and um, I was all about then, you know, using exercise to keep fit and healthy in the belief that it would make me feel strong. And then, obviously, after COVID and lockdown, um, I'm much more kind of relaxed about my body because my whole perception on fitness and how you know my my whole body's changed it's a lot more I'm a lot more relaxed I've you know lost a bit of tonage I've put on more weight and actually I feel more happy in myself it's really interesting actually because that you know that question does size matter I I now I'm 45 in a few weeks I don't think it does no but for most of my life I really really did think it mattered and actually like you said Heidi I'm I'm a lot happier now not really caring about my size I'm more interested in how healthy I feel how fit I feel how a lot of it for me is how tired I am so it's if I'm healthier if I'm fitter I'm less tired I can get on with more stuff if I'm not fit I know that I just feel a bit more exhausted doesn't matter whether I'm 14 stone 13 stone or 8 stone Mm. the important thing for me now is about what I feel like so for me it's size I'd say shape matters so that's an interesting fitness and size are not necessarily aligned are they but I just want to say from my point of view so we can kind of bring this all back into a bigger discussion size does matter to me I'm going to be completely honest I've always been a size 6 to 8 throughout my life and I don't know if this comes from training as a dancer when I was younger so I might have some sort of subconscious issues there but when I hit the menopause I started to get the meno tummy now I am still size eight but my tummy is getting a bit bigger and it really bothers me I've got to be honest but why does it bother you I don't know because I perceive myself as a size eight and I Mm. 
I like myself as that. But is but then I kind of feel a bit guilty liking myself like that. Does that make sense? See, I what do you think about be, that, Heidi? I used to be exactly like you. I was a trained gymnast for 10 years. So everything was about, you know, being a certain weight and a certain look to be able to do the exercises really effectively in the gymnastics. So I've always been like an athletic, toned, you know, 8 to 10. And, um, yeah, similar to you, Lou, it, 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 I've always been like that. So I've never been used to being not so toned. And then obviously because of lockdown, I've let my daily lifestyle lifestyle habits change and that's then made me feel I've got the the wobbly top tummy I've put on weight but I actually don't feel bad about it I found like a new confidence and this is really interesting because something's happened to you Heidi mentally yeah and and Mick because I I used to be a bit obsessed with it because I was in the city and I used to wear these flipping bodycon dresses that showed every you know you couldn't afford to have a tummy because everyone in the city would see it you know we had these tiny little dresses we used to wear and heels so it was like a practical thing it's like I had to have the body because the body went with the outfit and the outfit went with the job and all that stuff and so something changed mentally for me when I had the twins and started to work from home and and I started to value my my ability in terms of what I bring to the to my job and my career mentally as opposed to which sounds awful um apart you know as opposed to how I look um so I had a bit of a shift a lifestyle lifestyle shift so some what happened to you in lockdown Heidi that made you change your view I think it's always been before being preoccupied with societal perceptions so like when I was at my most healthiest physically um you know, people's perceptions of me were because it was at the time of the Wonder Woman and I was trying to be like that super strong. But actually then I've noticed like from a male perspective when you're in the dating phase again is that men were kind of almost a bit intimidated by this super warrior. And, and it's really interesting now that I'm not that body shape and I've put on a bit of weight, you know, I have some male friends of you know they feel comfortable to to acknowledge and say to me oh I can see you put a bit of weight on in your tummy there and the old me it would have bothered mm, me how but do you I feel, feel about that do you well it's weird because the old I would have been mortified before but I think in lockdown with covid you realize what's really important in life and like the campaign we're running with ship shape at the moment your health is your wealth it is so important those superficial things like would have mattered before when we were out in society it's if you've been in lockdown reclused in your own company it's really weird but it's changed my perception it's made me feel more comfortable in my own skin and appreciative of what really matters um and I don't know I can't explain it I just feel different in myself it didn't bother me that conf- that that compliment it was that feedback it was like I accept it because I've actually learned to love and accept myself and Mm, I think once uh, you get to that stage then all the little superficial things or what society thinks and feels doesn't both both things work because you know you love yourself Lou and you're super confident and and all that stuff so so I think it's with you it's it what is it that is it, I think I was about to say it's whether it's, you know, it's, is it feeling confident and good in yourself for yourself or for other people? And I think that's maybe the difference, isn't it? So, um, you know, I absolutely body shaming, 
wrong on every level, starving yourself, wrong on every level. We've got a huge problem with anorexia and bulimia in society. And of course, you know, we've got the whole social media aspect with young girls and men, actually. This is not just a women's problem, kind mm. of like trying to fit, still fit a perfect body image. So we must not encourage that at all. But for me, I, I, I kind of just feel comfortable and it's your choice and you're doing it for you yeah and I think that's the thing that's that's just been brought out here it's whether you're whether you want to be small or size eight for you or for someone else and when I look back it was never for me it was for my job and my image um and you're saying similar thing Heidi it was yeah like for me when I external world and yeah, when I went after divorce as a woman or a man, any relationship breakdown, it really does affect your confidence and your self-esteem. So you're striving to be better than you originally are because you think that's what people will admire and appreciate more. Yeah. But actually, it doesn't make you feel any more Whereas in the longer term. for you, Lou, you're doing it for you, which yeah, is totally and fine. And I think it's just because I've always been like this. So if I change, and I'm 56 next week, so if I sort of start changing now, and my body shape really has only started changing in the last year or so, which is quite late, really, and it's definitely to do with menopause. So I've had this body for 50-odd years. So if it cha- if it does start changing now, that makes me feel uncomfortable. But also I think, actually, I'm a bit too tight to buy new clothes. Would you actually? Do you know, I, re- I remember when when so, I had when I had the twins, and I thought, right, I'll lose all this weight and just get back into my old clothes. And I'd spent money when I was in London and bought some nice things, and having to put those in the attic and admit that they're just never going to get worn again. Pass them on to me. No. <laughs> in a minute, they're going to fit my daughters. You know. But it's interesting actually talking about the next generation and. And the things that we need to do and are responsible um, in as much as making sure they grow up um, comfortable with their bodies. And, and one of another reason that I'm I am happy to stay the weight I am, albeit being fit, you know, I'm still I'm still climbing, which is a hobby of mine and still really enjoy that. But I want my girls to know that it's okay to have a tummy. And I think, you know, if I was in the, 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 the space I was in prior to having them and gym every day and all that stuff, it, it wouldn't help them. And I do eat, I eat bread now. So I didn't eat bread for years. Oh, I won't eat bread. Oh my goodness, because it'll make me bloated. It'll make my tummy big. But, you know, I can't turn around and not eat bread when I've got two little girls who want a piece of toast and mummy, why don't you have one? Um, and actually, I'm not intolerant to eat. It's just that I had a preference not to eat it. But a really interesting thing that happened, um, my girls don't have, have got no interest in Barbies and Cindy's and things like that for whatever reason. And we were at someone's house and there was a Barbie doll there. And Bella brought it over to me and she said, mummy, she said, mummy, there's something wrong with this doll. I said, oh, what's that? And she said, oh, its head's too big. and I looked she's four and I thought wow that is I I was really proud of her because she could see that lollipop head looked that's just taken me back that's just taken me back to like the 1980s would it have been with that look yeah and it was the heroin chic for a while Mm. that that was an awful look but then yeah that whole concept that magazines were pushing in women that was when women starved themselves because if if your head's too Mm. big for your body there's definitely something yeah and and I said well that's because Barbie's not been eating properly she needs to go out for a nice meal (laughs) 
<laughs> but the thing is, what do you think about this, Heidi? You know, the 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 British woman's classic shape is curvy. Yeah, it's not straight up and down. I don't know whose is really. I mean, some of us are built different. I think that's that, that's where I put my hand up. I think I'm just built straight up and down. I'm a more boyish figure. But the classic... And so to constantly be fighting against what nature is intending for childbearing and health is obviously wrong. And also, I think the pressure it puts on us as women and individuals is that we are getting better. I think I was going through Truro the other day and Primark on their front window display had a woman in a bikini that wasn't like this perfect Barbie-looking mm. model. She was more curvaceous. And I thought, yes, Ooh. we are making small gains. But I think, coming back to what we talked about earlier, and certainly from my view in the fitness world and the clients that I... I have in our community I think we're so hard on ourselves so like when we were coming out of lockdown and I was saying to my girls you know are you ready to come back to face-to-face classes and they were saying oh but Heidi you know I I'm so unfit I've put so much weight on there was a real social like embarrassment almost would you say no lack of confidence lack of, okay. and I think what was reassuring for them is I said look I'm in the same boat I can't find any fitness gear at the moment that I can get on without my tummy like coming over the the waistband and I think that's really helped them and that's the sort of message I want to get out you know in the my fitness classes is that we've got to take small steps we work less hard on ourselves and think we've actually made it out we're doing something as a community of women we're enjoying ourselves we're getting the benefits of exercise but for that well-being attitude and then eventually in time the physical goals will come but I think it's it's what you're looking at first and foremost so I think we're getting there but you're right Mags we've got to try and get these the right messages out especially to the, the younger generation it's, it's crucial yeah, because they, they've they got to be, I think it's just having the confidence, whether it doesn't matter what shape you are and what size you are, because we are all different. And that's the wonderful world of diversity. But being comfortable with what you are and happy is the main thing. And I, I was also going to say, you know, body shapes have changed through the years and what's been fashionable has changed. And you look back, you know, and go right back to sort of the Renaissance and they were painting pictures of women who Oh, the Rubens woman, beautifully yeah. buxom, weren't yeah, they? voluptuous ladies, absolutely. And and so, and then the sixties, it was it was the boy sort of shape and all that. And then now there's all this thing about having a, a great big bottom, which I mean, <laughs> that seems to be something. Um, but it needs to settle down. It's what Heidi's saying, I think, isn't it? That we need to settle down to just celebrate ourselves as we are and be healthy so it's the health it's thing, the health, health, yeah. thing yeah. the health and the mental well-being because I think you've touched on that as well and let's touch on that let's talk a bit more about the 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 mental wellness side of being being fit actually and and feeling good about yourself what would you what would you your thoughts on that well I think from from HMS Shipshape and the crew there together the social benefits the connections the empathy the chats and realizing you know um I've sort of broadened my horizons and, and gone out to other local fitness groups as a participant recently and it's just sharing that we all feel the same way and I think the more of us that can sort of 
connect reach out and chat and be open about these things the more we're going to realize that it really does have the mental well-being benefits it's feeling part of a community it's forgetting for that hour you know anything else that's going on in your world all these societal pressures and it just the endorphins it just gives Mm. you that moment of yes i feel great afterwards i can you know go on and do other things it's just yeah it's really really great and important and I think it's that sort of feeling that you're not alone as well and I I I talk a lot about menopause it's my big topic at the moment in HRT um but your body changes in the menopause and if we don't talk about it amongst women you feel like you're alone you feel like the only person whose body is changing and you may be happy with it, but you may not be, or you may be very confused. You know, if your body's changing physically quite dramatically, almost overnight, it happens to some women. And if you don't know that that's normal and it's happening to other women, it's very scary. And that's where people can, women can go down a very dark road of extreme exercise or diet, extreme diet. So just that talking and sharing is... Yeah, and, and hiding it is not the answer is it so if you're sort of extreme dieting and so on so that you you think oh well you know no one will notice and then I don't have to talk about it um is not gonna not gonna help at all and I mean it's it's the thing it's the the old statement that I I always remember um my personal trainer used to say to me no one ever regretted doing some exercise and it's true. I don't think I've ever done an exercise session that I've gone, oh, do you know what? I wish, I really wish I hadn't bothered with that. It's hard yeah, sometimes just... to get yourself together. Oh, what would always. your advice be, Heidi? You know, when we, we're a bit like, you know, oh, I really can't I think be bothered. Focus on how you feel afterwards. Remember that feeling. Because don't get me wrong, on a Saturday morning at the moment, the weather's not been great in May. I've pulled back the curtains, looked at the weather. It's been great. It's been raining. And the last thing I want to do is hope for a dry spell and get out but I know once I get out there not just for me but for the girls you do feel better afterwards um so yeah that would be my first bit of advice and also to stop being hard on ourselves so if at the start of the week you have a goal that you want to try and achieve in that week or the start of the day and something goes awry and for whatever reason you don't achieve what you initially set out to to accomplish then don't be hard and think oh I'll quit, I failed. Actually look at the small steps of what you've achieved. Um, And I think we just need to, as a society, rally around, support each other more and be nice to one another. Because like you say, I mean, I suffer with IBS, so I get stomach bloats and I will be approaching that perimenopausal stage soon. And I just think we need to be so careful, you know, about making any comments about people's figures and shapes and changes because a lot of things could be due down to the physical hormonal health issues we should just love and support each other yeah i absolutely agree totally um so we've still got a bit of time and one of the things that i did want to talk about is when in the day do you exercise so Oh, like should you should you be first is, thing is, in the morning? Yeah, or? is there an optimal time, Heidi? Or what what's the what's your view on time in well, exercise? I don't really have a preference, but generally speaking, I would say probably first thing if you can before you have your breakfast, so that you literally just get out of bed, you get it done, you feel refreshed, you feel energized, and then you can refuel afterwards. But because of my um my day job, I, I 
I tend to train in the evenings and then teach at the weekends on a Saturday morning. Okay. And what about people like me who just, you know, I, I will stay in bed all day if I don't have to get up. I do struggle. Um, and so, so and I, I, I never exercise first thing in the morning. Like, I, I, I don't think I ever have the thought of it makes we me are so the opposite, sick. aren't we? We are so the opposite. I'm like, six o'clock, yes, please. I don't know how you do it, honestly. <laughs> I, like, I think it's just how we are met. But that's it, isn't it? Sometimes your body clock. So we've but, talked about, you know, size or whatever. But, you know, also we're so different in our body clocks, aren't we? And I suppose, you know, you you're a later in the day person yeah I mean I'm, I'm, I'm bizarre morning. I'm really strange so I like to go and exercise at, at three o'clock and it's very specific that, I, and the only thing that I can bring this back to is I used to um I was an, an athlete I, I did athletics I was a, a sprint hurdler when I was younger and I train after school and school used to finish at about three three fifteen or we'd leave early to go to an athletics meeting so for years I used to run at three o'clock or around that time and I just have this thing still that that's the time you go out um and like I a muscle or body memory and my, or something and I, yeah and I, I feel most motivated at that point um and I I even if you know I, I work I'm busy um it actually is school runtime at the moment three o'clock so it's not not that great but what we then do is is we go straight from school to the climbing wall and so I'm in the gym basically um, so we do that late afternoon thing. But I think for me, the point is that it doesn't matter when you do it, as long as you do do it. But listen to your body and don't force yourself. I mean, I tried a few times to do the early morning thing. People go, oh, go on, you know, do an early morning. And I just, I physically couldn't do it. Like, I physically, I don't know whether it's I couldn't get my blood pressure up or I needed a coffee. I just physically was rubbish. So I just went to the gym. I remember getting up early, going to the gym and then just, going home thinking that probably was the one exercise session I regretted doing but even with that I felt better than if I'd not done anything at all um yeah so I think you've got just it's a bit like trial and error really trial these things so if you've experienced trying to do the early morning and it doesn't work for you and every like you say Lou everybody's body clock's different some people are morning people I'm a morning person some people are night owls so they like to do things later in the day I just say try it and you'll figure out what works best for you. And again, not being hard and judging ourselves for when we want to exercise. There is no rule of when to do it. Just do it when you because want then it's to. comparing. Then it then it goes back to comparing. So Absolutely. If, if you think the rule is you should exercise in the morning, and somebody's written a plan that says, oh, only you know, because there's always some science behind things. Every now and again, it's like if you exercise in the morning, your optimum fitness will be. You know, there's all these, but you know, but if you really can't do it, like you, Mags, then you're going to fail, and you're going to compare yourself to everybody else, and then the mental health thing comes in, and then ultimately, probably you don't do it that's it and, and, and I think it's about enjoying it you Heidi you've hit the nail on the head yeah. you know the key things is size you know size doesn't matter as long as you're happy doing the exercise does matter because it with not it was proven it's good for us so it, that we know is is got to be done when you exercise doesn't really matter and and just let everyone you know everyone's on their own journey and they're all all on their own path and they've got different things going on in their lives so 
be kind to each other and and supportive as yeah. well of whatever people's exercise choices and make it positive are. make it a, po- a positive thing not a negative thing so just as a wrap-up Heidi is any anything else that you would add to this conversation that we've had that you think we haven't covered or I think is really important to bring into this whole body image I, I just think if you're listening to this now and you're feeling like you're a bit of a rut um you know, you don't feel great about yourself. You feel, I don't know, anxious about with lockdown easing, getting out and doing something social and physical, then, you know, try and reach out to somebody or somewhere where you think, yeah, that that person understands. I think I could fit into that environment and give it a go. So at the moment, you know, we at HMS Shipshape offer online um, provision if you don't feel ready to go into a social class environment or if you know dance fitness isn't your thing and you want to try climbing or going to the gym or running or walking and um, if you can if you've got friends in a similar situation you know why do you have to exercise solely why don't you try and do something together with your girly mates or a family member and you know try and invest in that sort of social connection as well because that is good for your mental health and I think chatting about all these different issues um, about body image social confidence um, how we're feeling mentally at the moment during this pandemic these are all such important things um, that we need to be doing we need to be trying we need to be talking exactly I absolutely agree with you brilliant well thank you very much Heidi that was really amazing Um, and if anyone's got any comments, we, um, we've got a Facebook group, as I'm sure you all know, Thinking Women Collective. Collective. Um, so jump on there and you'll be able to see the podcast and also comment. Um, but yeah, that was really interesting. And I'm going to try and get my three o'clock, well, pick the girls up from school and then do something later with them. But you can do it, Mags. I can do it. Yeah, yeah and I'll can leave, do it. leave you to your six o'clock. <laughs> random I'm having my madness. afternoon See, I'm, I'm having my afternoon snooze while you're out running that's the way it works <laughs> Heidi thank you so much that was absolutely fascinating conversation thank, thank you. you this podcast is sponsored by Paddling Cox LLP Paddling Cox is a full service commercial law firm providing legal advice to businesses from their head office in Truro they operate nationally with lawyers in key areas such as Birmingham and London providing advice on buying and selling businesses, restructuring, a wide range of commercial disputes, freehold and leasehold property, employment law and insolvency. They offer an initial consultation without obligation. So get in touch with them on 01872 672 072 or www.paddleandcox.co.uk.